Hi guys, this is Aaron for the Louisiana Pats. I'm here with Pats Cast with Chris and Kevin. Isogai over the Rutano line for Wenatchee, centered across, Suarez back to Isogai, what a save by Pine with the left pad. What a stop by Kelt Pine, great puck movement by Wenatchee going cross ice, Suarez, Isogai, one-timer, Kelt Pine, stones of cold. The silver tips lead one up, and the Pats score! It's Corbin Allman on a shot coming from the line. Loose puck in the air. Up and over the shoulder of Tyler Palmer. Allman comes over and smacks the puck in the midair into the back of the net as it looked like it was going over and wide. Left point, Whitehead to Bridgman at the right point. Back to Whitehead in the high slot area. Centered across, Haynes scores! Carson Haynes from below the left circle on a great pass from Braxton Whitehead. Chance in the slot for Regina, loads and fires a shot wide. Pass get below the left circle. Back to Krestinovich at the line, he shoots, he scores! Aaron Krestinovich sneaks one inside the right post on Tyler Palmer. Welcome to Patscast, the unofficial Regina Pats podcast. It's March 3rd, it's episode... 167. It's a snowy Sunday. How are we doing today, Kevin? Yeah, kind of a blah day. Kind of a blah road trip. Yeah. Don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a a rough day. Lots of shoveling, and you got a little gift of snow blowing by the neighbor. It was but awesome. <laughs> I didn't bust out the snowblower, but um, yeah. Just a relaxing day after after a busy, hectic week for us. Very busy. Um, some late nights. This West very road, late nights. This West Coast road trip is, is tough on the on the sleep patterns. It definitely is. And it's so weird that it's so late in the season. Usually it's early. It's like the November yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. aggravation type trips. Yeah, I don't know if this this road trip at this time of the year was the greatest idea. Obviously, it's understandable why they did it. But, uh, yeah, a team fighting to get into the playoffs has to go out west for six games in nine days. Was Going uh, out there with five wins on the season, going there, so. On the road, yeah, five on, on the, the road. road. Five on the road. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was it was not a good recipe at all. Um, But, yeah, whatever. It, it was a very big hill to climb, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't it even was, get that first step. No, not even close. <laughs> Unfortunately. Floundered yeah. at the very bottom. Yeah. I mean, watch those first two games. They were they were decent. We talked about them last week. And then I said last week, if you don't win in Seattle, you're not gonna win a game. And Seattle Ding was, ding ding, right on the money. It was, but Seattle was like the worst game of the these four on the back yes, half. By far. Like it was really just a terrible game. I mean, there was way better efforts the next night in Wenatchee. Uh Portland, you were just they didn't get blown out, which was nice to see. Yes. It wasn't the but greatest Portland game, was just Portland was just toying with the Pats though. Yeah. And then the Everett game, that wasn't a bad game. They played well for two periods. Just yep. the, those couple quick goals late in the second there. Just yeah, what what time did those come at? 
1609 and 1712 the second kind of yeah it was the beginning of the end yeah you know you you had the lead you held the lead for a whole period but just couldn't generate a ton there right um but yeah goaltenders were kind of hung out to dry this trip um pine there was a few there was a few very embarrassing plays by the non-existent defense yeah (laughs) like the pine game in wenatchee like man he made some 10 bell saves oh yeah Um, like compared to the portland game like this is one thing i thought of like yeah portland had 49 shots but how many were like grade eight chances like wenatchee not as many not nearly as many didn't like it, look as didn't look like there was many yes no yeah. it didn't appear as many um you know but um qa played solid like he he, he stopped a lot of rubber like uh, yes yes they did both of them stopped quite a bit yeah this faced a lot a lot unimpeded opportunities which was really sad to see especially this part of the season especially when you're trying to get into the playoffs and not covering in the defensive zone and stuff like that. It's not, it's not great. No, it was just unfortunate to see. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know what all to say about this kind of road trip. Uh, it was, it was, you knew it was a tough ask from the get go and it just didn't turn out right. Like, yeah, once once they lost the first two games and then the start in Seattle, it was, it was like this is not this is not good, not good at all. Yeah, like like I said, nothing in Seattle. Like it was almost a week ago now, but I mean, it just was not a good game for the past. Ran the goals against. They were out skated, out hustled, out everything. I don't know. Yeah just like in portland too it just wow portland's a good team you kind of expect and portland that. is a really good team seattle is not a good team seattle is on the pats level wow yeah what we thought it's just on paper anyway yeah on but you got two days but off they, you're fresh legs they do have some they do have some really top end young guys and yeah, those those some... top end young guys did really well yeah and no a couple not... older guys did really well too so yeah no i'm not taking anything away from their team but they've struggled this yeah. year and and here you're going into this game thinking, okay, this game should be competitive. Like the Everett game was way more competitive than this game. And Everett's 30 points ahead of you in the standings. 40, yeah. Oh, yeah, for it sure. Is. Like, bunch. Yeah. 35. <laughs> A whole <laughs> so, bunch. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of disappointing to see that, right? Like, I don't, uh, yeah. I yeah. Don't out know. of all, out of the, what, 12 periods, how many periods were good? Maybe four. Some were okay. But maybe two, there was four two in periods. Everett for sure. I'd say none in Portland. Um, First period of Wenatchee. Wenatchee. So maybe was decent, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three. Like, yeah. There was. It was not. It was nothing. Nothing in after the first period in Portland. So that was uh, chalk that up as a a W, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you didn't give up a bunch. Yeah, yes. like for sure. Um, yeah, you didn't score, but you didn't give up any. Um, 
I mean, shots were 49-15 in that game, like three shots in the second period. Like, Yeah. It's, and two, two of those came in the first minute, and one was like a dump-in. <laughs> like, they barely got over the red line at some points in that game. Oh, like, it was they get it out, so out of their own zone, but they couldn't even, like, get it to the red line to dump it in so they could change. Like, it was just yeah, they like... Worked so, they were working so hard on their defensive zone that they couldn't get anything going offensively. No, and it was just, like, Portland, it was just wave after wave. It was just, like... I don't know how this game wasn't eight or nine nothing. Like, yeah, same with the Wenatchee one. Like, like if it wasn't for Pine, it would have been at least double yeah. digits for sure. The, the game but was those big. Those big saves just the game was a little more level, I'd say, in that one. But it was just Wenatchee had quite a few better scoring chances. It a seemed. way better quality. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and yeah, like I said, Pine made half a dozen outstanding saves oh yeah if it, if it wasn't for his those, those saves it would have been really ugly yeah no that's for sure so yeah i know that's it just a um just a a whole bunch of bad situations right like end of the year team struggling to reach the playoffs you gotta go on this road trip uh it was yeah not good whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> really, what else is there to say? Not much, right? Like Other than there was some fisticuffs. Yeah, there was uh, quite a bit, actually, compared love to... Em, love them or hate them. There were three scraps in Portland. Most of the games were quite chippy. Like, I don't know if it's the, okay, we're not seeing you for the rest of the year, or we're, you, know, you only play these teams once. It, guys seem to not think they can get away with stuff, but they just play more chippy i don't know like you don't have to, you don't have and to respond these guys, to it next week when you play him again right and a lot of these guys know each other so who knows what what's yeah all said behind the behind the scenes and stuff like that for the fisticuffs and for just like the overall chippiness and yeah stuff. obviously guys have played each other players get traded so you know guys they, know they, each other right but they play against each other or play on the same teams forever they go yeah. To schools and they're all yeah. over the place together. No, they train sure. together and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, like what was it? Was it the Portland game? Right, three yeah, rights? Portland. Yeah, Wilson, Peskett, and Vaughn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, Vaughn won. You could see them. The camera was him and Josh Davies were both sitting on the top or on the on the boards, and they were chirping each other. And sure enough, they fought not too long <laughs> after that. Yeah, you could, you could see that one coming. But and Wilson uh, and Derby are both from Swift Current, so maybe they know each other from down the down the road. Yeah, and then Peskett had one in Portland, and then one in Everett. Who did he fight in Everett? Uh, who was it here? Assist Sisma. So, um, yeah, no, oh, interesting, but yeah, I mean, Vaughn. Vaughn likes to fight. I think like, like when we talked about, they talked to him after that first game back. He's like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll do it for the boys." Like, he's just like, yeah. yeah, whatever. And and Wilson, I'm kind of surprised he doesn't get into more fights, man. He he throws some big checks, right? So, oh yeah, he showed that he's not afraid to drop them. So maybe nope. maybe we'll see a little bit more of it from him. Yeah, for the people that don't like fighting, it is what it is. Yeah, they're gonna fight until they get rid of it. Yep, for sure they get rid of it then we'll see some way worse hits and all that kind of stuff i'm sure 
Quite possibly, yeah. But I guess you see the NHL now. You get you get the, the big guys back in there. You get that, that Rempy guy and Delorier in Philadelphia and Olivier in Columbus. They're quote-unquote heavyweights. Ryan Reeves in Toronto. So it seems was... like what what's old is new. Like you listen to the crowd. When when Rempy and when Reeves lined each other up to fight last night, yeah, the crowd went absolutely bonkers. Oh, for sure. So I know the CTE stuff. I know all about that. But these guys know the risks. Yep. So the kids may not know, but it yeah, is. I'm probably sure there's some dialogue there. For sure. For sure. But uh, and it's not like they fight 25, 30 times a year. No. It's, Right. What? Corbin Vaughn's got five scraps, I think, this year. So it's like, it's not that many fights. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, the Everett crowd, it seemed to be quite, quite loud there. I know a guy that was there and he says it's one of the best atmospheres he's seen in a CHL arena. Lots of cowbells. Yeah, lots of cowbells. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but yeah, he says it's one of the better ones, and he's been to almost every CHL rink in the country. So he's a big fan of that one. He hasn't been to Spokane yet, and I said Spokane is, is another good one because um, we've seen that last week, right? Like That place was hopping. Yeah. Definitely. 10,000 people there. There was almost 7,000 in Everett. I don't know what that rink holds, but uh, it looked uh, looked fairly full. Yeah, for sure. Um, their camera angle is much better this year. I don't know if they changed this off season. I obviously don't watch too much game, too many games in Everett. Um, but they had a Wenatchee style overhead view before, and because mm-hmm. I like in the playoffs, like when they made that run to the final, uh, their camera was like in the rafters, and uh, so I watched quite a bit of that series. That Everett, not a good look. Not a good look. No, and then, uh, but now, now that uh, they've changed up the camera, like the Everett was the best video of the whole trip. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Portland had the best production. Yeah. But Everett had the best video. It was a little dark. A little dark. A little dark. But, but they had they had other cameras, like you know, doing a replay or, or zoomed in area. Um, the camera seemed to be brighter. But then when they went back yeah. to the just your regular shot it was it was a little dark definitely it's just it's just the ring lights it's just how it is yeah for sure um but yeah definitely no complaints there they had they had a pretty good video and like you said portland had a good production yeah they they were real good um some of these teams don't have the greatest replays and and such like that but wenatchee (laughs) (laughs) replay 20 seconds after it and then after the play started again five times yeah, it's a goal. They do the goal celebration, the do all that, and then the puck drops, and all of a sudden, boom, they're showing the replay once the play's back on again. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. We get, we do get spoiled in Regina because there's a replay like instantly after something happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like if, if they're, the they're makes, queuing it up as it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Like if there's a big save and that replay of that shot is right after the whistle goes. Like, yeah. So, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely Regina's got a one of the better productions in the whole league, right? Um, and one thing we ha- we haven't mentioned about Regina, the new lights, the, you know, what about a month ago? Yeah, so, about that. Yeah, it brightens it up. I remember everybody talked about the you know the new video board when it came in, 
but that the lighting that they added that year as well with the the video board that was what i was like most impressed by like anything's better than the old fluorescent and the pot lights they used to have that would take 10 minutes to turn back on exactly yeah (laughs) no for sure but uh yeah some new lights this year so brightens things yeah they're they're noticeably brighter too Yeah. yeah definitely all right. Anything else you got from that road trip on uh, or off Pat the ice? Al played his 200th career game yeah. against Portland. Congratulations to the Pats captain. Unfortunately, they didn't get a W. But no, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. And yeah. now, unfortunately, with everything that went down, the Pats are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Which stinks. But now maybe the younger guys will get to play a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe yeah, they'll play a little know. more relaxed. There's still six games, three against Moose Jaw, right? Like two against PA, one against Brandon. Yeah. Maybe they can play spoiler, screw up someone's playoff positioning, maybe. Hopefully, do something, win a couple games, win a few games. Yeah. Prince Albert's trying to catch Brandon. They're two back of Brandon. Um, yeah, and then Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw's locked into that second seed. Yeah, they're locked into two, so nothing yeah. happening there. Um, they can't catch play, that. Play team. spoiler with Brandon PA, maybe. Yeah, maybe, or just completely just die. <laughs> Get rolled over and die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of non-playoff Pats teams in my life, and a lot of times they'd roll over and die. But then a lot of times they would they would play spoiler. Yeah, it would be exciting, fast, tough hockey. They got nothing to play for, other than for next year. Right That's for sure. So, yeah, no, I mean everybody's jobs on the line per se. And right, some of the some of the older guys, this might be it for their hockey. So they only have six games left. They're organized or whatever. They might go play senior hockey or college or whatever. Yeah. But this might be it for some of them. Yeah, some guys shut her down after, right? Yeah, exactly. So hopefully hopefully they'll show up for these last six games and give the Pats fans a show. Mm-hmm. I mean... And not just roll over. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, if you roll over, we could be looking at uh, dead last in the league. Yeah, well, they're close right now. Yep. Um, Pats have played 62 games. They're one point up on Edmonton, and they're two points up on Kamloops and Seattle. Yes. And they're one point up on Tri-City. So, Yep. And they all and have games at hand. Exactly. They've all got games at hand. At least two each. So, And like you look at Edmonton, their last 10, they're 6-4. and four. Yeah. And they've got a bunch of guys hurt, too. Regina's 1-9 and nine in the past 10. Yes. Not good. One, worst past 10 in the league. <laughs> speaking of injuries, that Wenatchee game. So, I don't know. We, we realized it, I don't know, mid-first period. Wenatchee's missing two of their top three scorers. Yeah, so, they're 220 goal scorers. Yeah. So, like, another kind of, like, like, the Pats could have had that game. Like, they, you know. Could have, should have, would have. I know. We didn't, we didn't get too deep into each of these games. But, you know, obviously they scored some goals. They just couldn't get two in a row. Couldn't take that kind of two goal lead right like see one of the problems well not one of the problems but one of the things that Wenatchee has is the Pats don't is defense that can move the puck and score yeah 
You got Prasovsky, you got Sward, and Wu. Yeah. Three defensemen scored. Yeah. Like, and Sward's got 70-some points. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it's definitely, well, when you look at, you look at this decor, right? Like, it's not the greatest looking decor, right? It, unfortunately, you're young and your older guys are, you know, I don't mean to disrespect them, but they they were cut from their previous teams, right? So and they're 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 filling roles that they were expected to fill roles, right? Like the, this is the role they were expected, and just the way things happened, the way it worked out. Yeah, like the the, the Pats were 500 team, 22 games in the season. And now look where they're at. They won ten of the first twenty-two, and they won eleven of the last forty. Yeah, that's that. When you told me that earlier tonight, that that's kind of mind blowing. Yes, it. Uh, I, I didn't even realize how bad it was until I was actually going through it. I'm like, oh man, this yeah, is cause bad. We've, we've talked about the great start they did have, right? Like how yeah. they looked at the start, and then when you look at the numbers, ten of twenty, and now eleven of forty. Yes, Oof. that that tells you something right there, right? Yeah. And like yeah. we were talking before before we started recording, like if the Pats would have won five rogue games more than they have right now, whoever they would have won earlier in the season, not even talking about this trip, like they'd be battling legitly for a playoff spot right now. Yeah, if they had ten more points, they'd be tied with Calgary. Exactly. But three back of Lethbridge for the eighth. Once spot. once they got out of the brand center, it just they were gone. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it, it was it was nothing happening on the road. No. So, yeah, no, that's that's kind of the story right there. And like at home, they're they're sixteen sixteen twelve two and one. So they're over five hundred on that home. Yeah, but they're five twenty three two and one on the road. Yeah, five twenty three two and one. They are the worst road team in the league. Oh. I just looked at this the standings right now. I didn't even notice that until right now either. Yeah, that's that's not good. It's unfortunate, right? It is it is it's too bad. So tie the the we got spoiled with the first part of the season. Everybody got their hopes up high. Yeah, I think they kind of overachieved at the start, and then yeah, people's expectations rose. Yeah, and exactly. Then with the increased expectations and and just the lackluster finish here like we were talking yeah. last night like 1920 2021 or eight yeah 18 19 19 20 like the record is about the same as that those two years pretty much yeah but it doesn't it didn't feel like it it doesn't feel this bad that it does no. this year right yeah this was like a gut punch because like we were talking like it was such a good start everybody got the expectations yeah. high and then the inevitable happened like they have to rebuild. Like, we know that. Yeah, they traded two guys away that were, you know. Key pieces, but were they that but it key? Was, it was already kind of downhill. That yeah, November. it was already starting to go, yeah. Yeah. It was so, already starting to go downhill before w- that. Would they be in the same spot if they would have kept Vallisenberg? Who knows, right? Like, might be worse, might be better. Like, Not much better, I wouldn't think. No, probably not, but right, it's... So. It was the inevitable. They had to do it. Al Miller had to do this yeah. because they needed to rebuild, like a legit rebuild, and not just keep on putting band-aids on. Yeah, for sure. And like and hoping I'm, for a one-round playoff run every year. Yeah, like 
this team was going to be hit or miss or like it was going to be 50 50 if they made the playoffs like it's going to be yeah it wasn't i'm not surprised they did make the playoffs but just the way like we said this this back half plus of the season is gone it was just uh, they imploded <laughs> almost right like you think about two years ago when they missed the playoffs by one point it, it almost felt like that right like yeah that was a gut punch just like the, the end of the season gut punch right because they were just losing such close games and it was and just, games they should have won should have won yeah they lost like they, they there was at least three or four games that they should have won they lost or went points to overtime in, yeah they lost points important points because they went to overtime because of stupid penalties late or late goals against and stuff. Yeah. So this year, just like the efforts there for a period in lots of games, maybe two, and then kapoof, it disappears. Or it's good for the first 20 minutes, bad for five, 10 minutes in the middle, and it's decent for the end. Yeah. There's no, there's no consistency. Yeah. No, that's, that's unfortunate. I mean, you do have a lot of younger guys now in the lineup, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But with a team that has three twenties on defense and quite a few older guys up front, I know they've had injuries and stuff like that. You'd expect this team to be a little more veteran-ish. I know they're they're younger overall because they got so many guys because of injuries. Yeah, but you, you'd expect them. You'd think this team wouldn't be allowing. Like four, four and a half goals a game every game. Like I know the goals, the goal scoring is not there. Like we don't have a Connor or whatever to jump, jump on his back and get him <laughs> to try to pull us over the finish line or whatever. But I don't know. It's just yeah, I know. Like it, yeah, it. Yeah, it's just. Do want to rag on them too bad, but no, like, it is don't. what it is. Like, yeah, I know, I know a lot of them are trying. I know you, it's hard to really tell watching WHL live, like if guys are working hard or not, because you yeah. get what's on the screen. You don't know what's that they're they're slacking off behind the play or whatever. We don't know. No. So, but just the fact that they came out in that ever game and showed some life in that game, right? It was the last game. Obviously, they're like, oh, let's try to get a win, one win on this road trip. Like, at least there was some hope there. There wasn't any rollover and die in that game, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Obviously, Portland, Portland's just a, another level, I think. Obviously, yeah. Portland and Everett are right there in the standings with each other, but yeah. they play two totally different games. Two and, totally different styles. Um, I know Everett had just beaten Portland recently, but, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. There, It's just the way it, just the way it worked out, right? And... It was just nice to see that there was a, a solid effort in that Everett game for at least 40 minutes, right? And back to the Portland game, you got the the, the Portland goalie, Spoonar, who has like a 190 goals against average. Yeah, that too, yeah. Like once 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 Portland scored the second goal, like it was late in the second period, once they scored that second goal, it, like, it was over. It was over. You're we not knew it was over to win, right? Especially when you only had like 10 shots or whatever after two, yeah. <laughs> nine or whatever it was. yeah. So it's like, yeah. Fortunate the trip went so bad. But they made it back home. They had some bus troubles. I was told they had some bus troubles on the way when they first started out. And they got back in Regina, to Regina just before 9 o'clock on Sunday. So. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. Even, um, I guess they must have 
no storm that way or whatever. The roads were good out past Moose Jaw on the highway, so it's good. Yeah, no, good to hear. Um, any kind of performances or guys you want to point out in these few um, games? I'm going to say the goaltenders. Yeah, obviously, right? Both of them. like They were the couple, best players on this trip, right? A couple questionable goals, as usual. It just seems yeah. to be... This is the way the, it is, right? The thing with the team this year, not blaming the goalie specifically, is just unfortunate Guys goals. Are left wide open. And then and... And you have performances in Portland and Wenatchee where if it wasn't for the goaltenders, it would have been way worse. Yeah. So no, Huey and sure. Pine both, I, I'm giving them both props. Yeah, for sure. And it was tough. You know, he didn't score a ton of goals on this trip. So, I mean, it was nice to see... Krasnovich get one late there in every game. Yeah, um, noticed it, I've heard his name quite a bit. Well, yeah, the last he, couple games. Yeah, he seemed to play like something. Barsic was sick, so he Barsic got, was sick or healthy or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, so he got a little more run. Almond scored, it's kind of a a nice one there ish. Peskid has three points in the last three games. Okay, so there you go. um, yeah, but yeah. I, it was uh, few and far between to pick from there, kind of thing. So, it, like I said, it's it's hard to really tell on WHL Live, yeah. like who's like, really. Most of these games, you can't even read the numbers. You don't know who's <laughs> exactly. out there, except exactly. for this every game. You're like, oh, it's kind of dark. I'm like, well, at least you could read the numbers on the jerseys. Yeah. Um, and they were wearing the darks all road trip, which was yeah. wasn't the best because at least if they're wearing the whites, you can really read the numbers. Oh yeah, because the 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 dark red on the dark blue, it's it's kind of a little tough to read. Yeah. It's hard to read sometimes, especially if you have a twenty five and a fifty five out there. Yeah, and you were asking me about a play. Was that thirty eight? I was like, no, I think that was twenty eight. I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I for saw sure. eight. I seen the replay. I'm like, nope, that was twenty eight. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, at least they'll be back here for a few more games. We can watch them in person. Yeah, um, for sure. I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll jump ahead to the, the one game this weekend, Moostra. We already t- kind of touched on that. Um, Moostra's rolling. They just went through the the U.S. road trip with the Pats. They went 6-0. and Yes. Um, yeah, they swept the road trip. That's that's impressive for a team at this point of the season rolling into the playoffs. They're kind of, you know, they're they're getting hot here, right? Like They're 7-3 and yes. in their past 10. And Saskatoon has not been so hot lately either, so... Oh, well, they're yeah. seven and three, but they they yeah they I haven't just, been super great. They I think they lost three in a row, something like that. Yeah, for those uh, for that seven and three, yeah, because I, I was just about to say they haven't looked good lately, but yet they're still seven and three in their past ten. Yeah, um, but they'll, they'll yeah. still steamroll a bunch of teams. Yeah, I think another team that's kind of hot is Swift Current. Reed Dick just got player uh, goalie of the month. Um, they're kind of they found their groove. I think they're getting yeah. healthy. Yeah, like fully healthy and stuff like yeah. that. So, like they're eight and two. They've got the best record in the East in their past ten. Uh, yeah, Medicine Hat's really struggling lately. Red Deer struggling, and that uh, that leads into a coaching change at like midnight. I got <laughs> I got a text message from Dante on the road, and he said, "Yeah, Struch is in Red Deer." I'm like, "What?" Pardon? <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah. Like uh, was it like it was eleven thirty or something like that. Yeah. They put a put out a post on X. Yeah. And I'm like, holy man! And then you read it; it's kind of odd. Like the quote from Brent Sutter, I'm going to paraphrase it, but like, oh, we've seen some issues back in October. Well, I, I saw that. And I'm like, why didn't she make the move a long time ago? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying do it in October, but if you 
continues October, November, December. Like, why are you doing it March second? With like eight games left or whatever they've got on their schedule, it just yeah. <laughs> blew, blew it blew my mind. I guess better late than never if it's that bad. But and why like, for, why for did Struch, you go that long? And for Struch to leave Notre Dame, yeah. When the playoffs, I don't even know what he's covering the hockey. I don't know exactly what his job was, was there. Yeah, I can't remember what his title was. It was but the playoffs like, are just starting for a lot of these, basically for everybody. Yeah, if they're not already in the middle of them, right? So yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, he is the coach. Maybe his kind of maybe job was done. I can't remember what his title was, um, but it was kind of like an oversight kind of not oversight, but like kind of a general. He didn't have like a. He wasn't specific with one team or, or anything. Yeah, he was he was the, the guy watching the hockey stuff. I'm not exactly sure what the title was, but yeah, it was, I was I was yeah. shocked when, yeah, when I got the message from Dante. <laughs> Absolutely floored. Yeah. So and he wasn't the, the release said he wasn't supposed to be there till Sunday, or Troy Gillard I think said he wasn't supposed to be there till Sunday. Yeah. But he made it there last night and he picked up a win in his first game. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that team, was kind that of a bomb is, show. Yes. Oh, I, I was I was baffled. Yeah. Absolutely baffled. It was almost like what what was it? The the, the team in the Quebec League. St. John. They they fired their coach at the end of the season. Yeah. And they brought that guy in and they won the Memorial Cup and then he left again. Yeah. Well he's <laughs> or whatever the deal I was. I can't remember what his name is, but I can't remember. But he coaches uh UNB Reds, the university team, and they're juggernaut. Yes. So I mean, if you're gonna bring in somebody to coach, that's that's the guy to to bring in, right? Like, yeah, some new, some new eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, a, <laughs> new ideas. A, a guy that you know obviously knows or has done very well in the. But no offense circles. to no offense to Dave Struish. Like, I know he's had, he's he's come into situations where they're just coming off Memorial Cups and the teams were stinky in yeah. Saskatoon and Regina. Yeah, but he doesn't have a, a winning record, winning track record. So I don't know. Yeah, what the thought process is, gonna is work, there. But yeah, but he's he's more likely to listen to Sutter to play the Sutter style. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, interesting. We're gonna hear him yell "body" a lot anyway. If, if we watch the playoffs, you hear a "body, body." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, what else do you got? I mean, we should wrap this up. Um, I made my Pat's TV debut. Yes, let's talk about that. Thank you to Michael Ball and Kelly Rumble for making me feel welcome. It was it was it was fun. Yeah, it was good. For anybody uh, that didn't see it, sorry. <laughs> too late now to go back and watch it. For those of you who did see it, I hope I did okay. Yeah, you did wonderful. So <laughs> I watched the whole the whole show because it was on right before the um, Seattle Seattle game. game. Yeah, Seattle. That's the one. So, but yeah, no, it was good. And yeah, and then we we hopped on the the Portland. And uh, the Wenatchee games. Yeah, those were interesting. The Wenatchee one, it was it was neat that it was just the uh, Michael Ball and us us two. Yeah. And then on the the when the the Friday game with Portland, uh, Drew Posty joined us. Yeah, and it, it went well. Um, it was good. Know, it was it was fun. For whatever you think of Michael Ball, like I know he's a polarizing figure and he likes to put out his hot takes and and all this and that, but he's a real professional to work with. Like he oh for sure he runs the way he runs things and just the way he he's a professional he throws it to us he, he leads us into things it it works so well i, I love how we, we just chat about things before 
or yeah. we just chat about things as he's doing his own thing off to the side and he yeah, listens. He's, and he's got a sheet down. He's like, okay, jotting well, notes. Let's, let's, let's talk about this possibly. Let's talk about that. Like, we're, we're, but then he then we'll be talking about something random and he'll bring it up during the the recording or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he'll bring that exact point up and then it's fresh in our minds, fresh in his mind too. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah and then adding Drew on Friday, like he just fit in seamlessly because he watches this team enough and watches enough of the league that it, yeah, exactly. it works so well. So yeah. yeah, I gotta say big shout out to Spencer for asking us on and keep, Spencer keep... Burridge is the man. Yeah, no, and he's Access gung ho. Sports. Yeah, he's gung ho and <laughs> doing this stuff. Like he he wants to do more of it. Like he's increased Pat's TV from thirty minutes to sixty minutes and and stuff like that. Like he he wants to do this stuff. So, and he said, I, I, obviously I don't know how these ratings were. Obviously at the back end of the season, late nights and stuff. But obviously the playoff numbers were. He said were great. And he got lots of good feedback about just doing the panel thing for the road game. So that's why they brought it back this year. Just, yeah, it was good. Just three it's games fun. this year. But uh, I think maybe. No playoff run this year. No. But uh, I think it's going to be a thing again next year. So, yeah. But looking forward to more opportunities if they ask us back. Yeah. It's awesome. No, definitely. It was fun. So I think with that, we should get out of here. It's, yeah, I think so. It's enough, enough to chat about. Enough ragging on a rough a rough <laughs> week rough road trip so but yeah one more road game this coming weekend and then we're back in the rink next the week after so good old moose jaw yeah yeah gonna be a tough one moose jaw's hot like we said so oh yes but anyways happy night folks stay safe out there take her easy